Hi, it's Nicole, your host of This Club Sucks. We're just going to dive in this week because we're talking about death and being subjected to this club that really sucks. Obviously, we all die and death is part of life. But this is another club that isn't really talked about in realistic, tangible, comforting ways. There isn't a lot of preparation until it's on you and you're in the thick of it. I was super lucky as a kid and a young adult even because I had all four of my grandparents around in my formative years, spent time with them, camping, traveling. I was blessed. And I had amazing relationships with them. And losing them was extremely hard. However, you kind of, that's expected. Your grandparents are expected. You know, they've lived their life. They've raised their kids. They see new kids coming into the world. Obviously, it changes the family dynamics, but it's expected. And then you lose a parent and a best friend. And then you lose your other parent. And death hits you square in the face. In my last episode, I talked about, obviously, my journey with infertility. An active 10 years of loss, starting in January of 2012. Which is also the same month something started going on with my mom. She had what we described as a spell. We were at an event and she felt quite ill hindsight it was probably her first seizure because we discovered in July of 2012 that she had a brain tumor the very impressive astounding glioblastoma multiform in her frontal lobe near her language and memory center I was with my parents at the meeting with the doctor when they were told and of course I immediately checked in with Dr. Google. And when they say don't do that, honestly, don't fucking do it. Because I was hit square in the face with my mom's impending death. We got lucky, if you want, to find a silver lining in all of this. And I had 29 months with her from diagnosis and her brain surgery. On average... With a glioblastoma, most is about a year to 15 months. So there's that. But seriously, you live with death around every corner. I can't unread what I read on Google. And you're just waiting. You're waiting for the shoe to drop. And drop it did. She passed away a few months after my 40th birthday. I had just had a loss. And she actually passed away on one of my sister's birthdays. There's some episodes around that little tidbit. Losing your mom. I mean, I'm just starting to figure out who I am at 40. It was surreal. It was tragic and and altering and mind-boggling. And then there's Jennifer, my best friend. An honest-to-God soulmate who had a tummy ache that didn't seem to get better. You know, she's this 
healthy mom to a toddler in her early 40s. She's just busy and tired. You think that that's normal. You have a freaking toddler. But, you know, it's you think it's something that can be dealt with. But it wasn't going away. So she went and had some blood work done. This is the fall of 2017. And the diagnosis came back as pancreatic cancer. And she was gone by November of 2018. She fought so fucking hard to stay for her son. And she would have given anything to not leave him. And all of a sudden, my world tilts again. My confidant, my travel buddy. She was my fashion advisor. God, this woman knew how to dress and knew where all the deals were and the makeup and the hair. That wasn't me, but I totally trusted her guidance with that. She was the most generous, gorgeous soul of a human being, and she's gone. I would kill to hear her laugh again. Anything to hear her laugh again. And then there's Melvin, my dad, my hero, my mentor, my bestie. We talked or text pretty much every day. Our relationship had evolved into something really awesome as I got older. And don't get me wrong, my dad was still a jerk. I mean, he was still a difficult hard ass at times. But my biggest goal in life was to make him laugh when he was being a ridiculous jerk. And my one regret in life was not being able to make him a grandfather. He died in February of 2021. Sort of the capper of my uh, 10 years of death and dying and losses. He passed away from cancer. He was diagnosed in 2005, I think, with prostate cancer. He went through hell with the treatments for years because he wasn't able to have surgery to remove the prostate. But he lived he lived during that time. He he didn't stop traveling. He didn't stop golfing. He didn't stop. He just didn't stop. And that's impressive when you know, you know, you have a finite date, as far as I'm concerned. So in 2020, COVID hit, shuts the world down. And I think really that's when dad started to decline in an obvious way. You know, being shot in the house, all his travel plans stopped, anything he had to look forward to stopped. And he had some really good travel plans to look forward to. And he really, really wanted to make it to 80 years old. That was like his goal. I want to make it to 80. He died several months short of 80. But I think because he wasn't as physically active, things started to hurt more. And one night he just, he couldn't take the pain any longer and went to the doctor because his rib was hurting only to find out that the cancer had spread and he had a few tumors going to work within his body. So once again, death is coming to hit me in the face. 
And obviously knowing what's coming, having gone through this twice before with mom and Jennifer, it shakes you. It shakes your confidence. You've got that anticipatory grief. It sneaks in. No matter what you do, no matter how you find ways to enjoy moments, it's just there. It's just pressing on you. It's there. And you do find ways to find joy. You do have moments of laughter and, you know, great times and memories being made. And then you just go cry your eyes out afterwards. You know, you find your quiet little corner, you find someone to hug and you cry your eyes out. So my dad obviously died during COVID. I am so lucky because I was able to be with him. I was able to be in the hospital. I was able to be in hospice with him. I held his hand as he took his last breaths. He wasn't alone. And he was no longer in pain. And you know what? That changes you. That alters your soul. There's no getting over that. But you do move on with it. Within you. And you prioritize or reprioritize maybe, or you you solidify or realize that life is too fucking short. It, it really, really hits home, hits you in the fucking face that you need to love hard and you need to tell those that you love, that you love them loudly and often. And most of all, you figure out that you got to fucking love yourself. We're not getting out of this alive. Live now. Create your legacy. Get therapy to help you find a way to thrive. And most of all, know that the depth of the sadness is a result of the depth of the love. Mm 